I'm going to be speaking with Eric Arpert, campaign manager for Jack Cittarelli, the Republican candidate for governor of New Jersey. Eric, welcome back to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour, and happy birthday. We're happy belated happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, David. It's good to be with you again, as always. Have you aged just one year in the last year, or have you aged 10 years in the last year running a campaign? <laughs> we'll see on November 3rd. That <laughs> didn't answer the question at all. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a good, good to get across the state and, uh, and take Jack's message out to the people of New Jersey. So I've been so, having fun, David. So tell me where the race is right now. I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard Jack Cittarelli. I mean, he's told me on this show, he, you know, he, he said it when I, when I was with him last week, that, that we are right where we need to be. Are you, are you right where you need to be right now, 17 days out from Election Day? We are. That's exactly right. It's a dead heat. Um, we've got polls that have shown that, and uh, it certainly seems from the moves of the Murphy campaign that they've got internal showing the same thing. And you've laid out the history. Not in 40 years have we reelected a Democratic governor. And over that same time period, any time there's been a Democrat in the White House, the Republican has taken the uh, gubernatorial race the very next year. So we're confident both of those trends are going to continue. And look, here's what we know. We know from all the polls uh, that all the polls agree that Jack's supporters are more excited. And the more they, that people see and hear from Jack, the more they like. Um, so we're confident that we're headed towards a victory if everybody goes out and gets out and votes. And we're talking about a state that has a million more Democrats than Republicans. So how do you do this? How do you how do you take on that registration edge? Tell, tell me, what what is the path to a victory? Well, look, you're right. But as you also know, David, there are more unaffiliated voters. And so and we see that those unaffiliated voters are quickly moving away from Governor Murphy. They're moving away from what's going on in Washington and they're coming towards Jack. And so with an excited Republican, uh, with, with the Republicans excited across the state and unaffiliated moving away from the failed policies of the Murphy administration, we're confident that we'll be able to win. So you've got to win. You've got to win Ocean Big. You've got to win Mammoth Big. Your your Ocean Plus Mammoth has to be greater than Governor Murphy's Essex Plus Hudson. But 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 then we get to Middlesex County, and that's 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 the I always view uh, whether I'm right or wrong. I view Middlesex as the key. Are you are you going to win Middlesex County? We're going to do very well in Middlesex County. I'm confident that we will win. And Middlesex and others, Burlington, where I cut my teeth, and places like Bergen County, we've been fighting hard. And again, um, the more we saw it in the debates, the more people see from Jack, the more they like. And I think people are, I sense a real eagerness for a change here in New Jersey. And that's that's been one of your challenges, hasn't it? We're, we're, you, 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 even a month before the election, most voters had never heard of Jack Cittarelli. We're where is that now? Are you are you are you seeing in your tracking that that voters are, are becoming more familiar with your candidate? Certainly we are. But let's remember in, 2000, in 2019, most voters didn't know who Governor Murphy was and he had been governor for a year. Right. And so we people are starting to pay attention, starting to wake up. Certainly our ads have picked up. And uh, and the more, like I said, the more they see, the more they like. And we feel the energy on the ground. People are walking up to Jackson. I've seen your ads. Who says that? And uh, we're confident that that will continue. But, you know, that's that's changed. I mean, people may not have known who Phil Murphy was right away. They know him now. And the polling that I've seen, polling that I trust, like Patrick Murray at Monmouth, says that most people most people approve of the job Phil Murphy's doing. They uh, they, 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 they view him well and, and, and specifically on his handling of COVID, which is which is the big issue. Do you do you see any movement in that? Is there is a reason to think that that's not the same as it was a month ago? Well, 
first, I think even Patrick Murray and David, you know this, any poll needs to be put in context, right? And so no knock on, on Monmouth polling, but they do have a history of inaccuracies. Here in New Jersey, they got Jeff Van Drew's race last year wrong by double digits. They got Mike Testa's race wrong. They had him down by double digits a week before the election, and he won big. On the national level, they got presidential race in key states wrong by double digits. And so, but what, here's what we do know, right? We know that there is energy on our side. We know the more people see and hear from Jack, the more they like. And we know that they don't trust this governor when it comes to taxes. And property taxes have traditionally been, and we see this picking up here again in New Jersey, the number one issue. And we've got a governor who says, if taxes are your issue, we're probably not your state. It's out of touch. It's elitist. And it's just wrong for the state. And you know that's that's something we should all talk about after the election. It was that that one quote from Rowan University two years ago, and and boy, that has that has stuck. But look, it's not just one quote, David. It's a it's a four year record, and it's another. You know, he also said he wants to make us the California of the East Coast. It's extreme. It's out of touch, and it's again, it's just wrong for our state, uh, particularly when we're the most taxed state in the country. Young people can't afford to get started here. Uh, folks can't, start to support, can't afford to start a business here, and our seniors can't afford to retire. And you're saying, well, too bad. Get out. It's, it's, it's just wrong-headed. It's so out of touch. So let's talk about money in campaigns. Uh, governor is 98% of the way there to qualifying for the $10.5 million in matching funds. You're, you've, you've had four good fundraising weeks. I think you've beaten the governor in fundraising for the last four weeks. Uh, but that – that still doesn't get you to the full match. At what point do you have to be at the full match before you, you can't effectively spend it, especially with 265,000 ballots already cast? Well, I'm confident we'll have another strong week, and I'm confident we'll be to the, you know, the match sooner than later. I'm, frankly, I'm surprised how long it's taken the governor to get to the match. He reached that max in two days in the primary. He's the incumbent governor, and as you know, David, Chris Christie maxed out in, I think, the first week. Um, so I think this governor struggled to raise money, and we're matching him dollar for dollar, and we could, we're going to continue to do so. But he's also raising money for, for national parties that are putting money in. There's, there's IEs coming in. Uh, oh, the RTA, no doubt, in fairness. the panic button and trying to get as much support as they can. Um, but, it, look, let's remember the history here. John Corzine outspent Chris Christie by 40, uh, 40 times as much as Chris Christie spent and still wasn't saved by that. And so we're confident uh, we've got the better candidate and the better message. And, again, we're right where we need to be. So do you think you'll hit do you think you'll hit the match within the next 2 weeks? I do. Okay. And what about what are you seeing in terms of of early voting? I mean, you know, every, we're we're starting to extrapolate all this data, you know, decent number of votes have come out uh does do the early early voters tend to favor Democrats? I mean, should we take these numbers seriously? Well, look, history would tell us that Democrats vote in greater numbers and vote by mail, right? Um, the, we're encouraged by the percentage of Republicans that are voting by mail, but we are confident that it, through early voting and on Election Day voting, in-person voting is more popular amongst Republicans, and it'll make up for any gains that Democrats have made. And look, what we look when you dig into the numbers, and this is we could spend a whole session on this, but uh, when you dig into the numbers, it looks like four of four. The Democrats that are going to vote in every year are now voting by mail, so they're trading Election Day votes for early voting votes. See, by the way, I heard this last year from Republicans. I heard them say exactly what you said. And then when we actually looked at those those votes in an all-vote-by-mail election, the reality is Republicans you know, in, 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 in Tom Kane Jr.'s district against Tom Malinowski and other places, they embraced vote-by-mail. They were fine with it. It was tougher to do early voting in some of the urban areas. 
no doubt, and nobody here is not going to vote by mail. This year is different. It's not an all-vote-by-mail election. Um, it's only for folks who've asked for it or are on the permanent list. And we've got this new wrinkle of early voting, and we're encouraging folks to vote in the way that's most convenient for them. And I encourage folks to get out and vote during the early, early voting period. And in the debate this week, one of the one of the things that, that Jack Cittarelli said is that he doesn't need surrogates. He doesn't need Donald Trump to come in. He doesn't need anybody. He's going to take this message to, you know, to the voters directly. And then a couple of days later, I saw that Rona McDaniel, Republican national chair, is coming in for uh, for Chitterelli next week. Uh, uh, she was one of the ones who said that, that and, and differently than Jack Chitterelli, but she's one of the ones who said uh, Joe Biden wasn't elected, that there was fraud in the election. Why, why are you bringing Rona McDaniel in? Is that is that something that you think is going to help your you you get votes and get turnout in your base? Well, look, it's the job of the RNC chair to come and support our Republican candidate. She's going into the 8th District. You talk about the competitiveness of that race. I think it's a testament to the competitive na- nature of that local race um, and the competitive nature of this race. But Jack absolutely stands on his own record. As you know, he has never questioned the legitimacy of the presidential election uh, and is focused on fixing New Jersey. And. Who else might we see in the next 17 days? Any, any well, other? We don't need saving, right? I think that's what Jack said. We don't need saving. We don't need anyone from, uh, you know, we don't need to be going through our Rolodex, calling the biggest and highest profile surrogates we can find. Remember, Barack Obama, as a sitting president, came in for John Corzine in 09, and it didn't help him. Uh, so we don't, we're not hitting the panic button with campaign shakeups and calling in the highest profile surrogates in our Rolodex like Governor Murphy is. We're out every day meeting with the people of New Jersey and running on Jack's experience as a CPA and small businessman and his detailed plan to fix our state, make it more affordable. And, it's about time. And, and I, 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 asked this of, uh, I asked this of your candidate for lieutenant governor in, in her debate, Diane Allen, if yeah. she wanted Joe Biden to come in for Phil Murphy, and she said you did. Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that still the case? Do you want Joe Biden to come in? We'd love to see it. Yeah. Let's let him talk about the record. Let's talk about the dysfunction in Washington and what what Bill Murphy wants to do to make our state more like that. So you're encouraging you're encouraging Joe Biden to come to New Jersey in the next 17 days. We're running our race, David. I'm candidly not as worried about uh, their race as they seem to be about ours. And what should we expect from Jack Chitterelli this week? You're going to see us out across the state, crisscrossing the state, hitting every county over the last 17 days, um, making our case to voters and urging everybody to get out and vote. And are you, what kind of excitement are you? I mean, you, you, you clearly need more Republicans to come out with a greater intensity than, than Democrats do. Are, are you spending most of your time with the Republican base? And unfortunately, we only got a couple seconds left, but. No, David, we're out going to places Republicans typically typically don't go. Uh, we're going in every community across the state and making the case that New Jersey is broken and that we need to do better. And with Jack as governor, we will. And I have been speaking with Eric Arpert, the campaign manager for Republican Jack Cittarelli. Thanks for coming on. 